Jesus. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is uh, me. Yeah, boy. Stu. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wean Dog in the cage. Sadie Dog is lying on the floor. Wean Dog is chewing on a rawhide. I don't know if you can hear her chewing on it, can you? Probably not. She's a little too far away. Looking over in the uh, porch, uh, I see Larry Cat. I do not see Cow. I'm assuming he's out there, but I really don't know. But if he isn't out there, he is upstairs shitting on my bed. He's shitting on my bed. That's what he's doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what he's doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what he's doing. Because he's a fucking cat. <laughs> everybody uh it's me your boy steve McAllister. if you've never listened to the podcast thanks for tuning into this horse shit uh what's this podcast about Stu? well nothing it really is it's a podcast about nothing uh seinfeld used to do a television show about nothing this is a podcast about nothing seinfeld used to ramble on and whatever about his day and inane things uh this podcast is pretty similar not nearly as funny, not nearly as successful, uh, a lot less whining and bitching from Jerry, and by a lot less, I mean none. <laughs> There's no bitching and whining from Jerry. I've said it before, I'll say it again, not a fan of Jerry Seinfeld, not a fan, don't like his stand-up. I find him to be a real smarmy, uh, I think he believes he's a lot smarter than he is. He does a lot of dumb wordplay jokes. He does a lot of jokes. To be perfectly honest, everybody, go to a comedy open mic. Go to one. And you're going to hear the same kind of shit that Jerry Seinfeld does. Maybe not quite as polished. Maybe not as well as delivered as Jerry does. But Jerry's been doing stand-up comedy for 40 fucking years. He should be polished. So, But fuck him. <laughs> the last time I went to see Jerry, uh, I wanted to leave. He's not good. Fuck Jerry Seinfeld. Fuck him. Fuck his success. <laughs> Fuck his fame. Fuck his fortune. Am I jealous? Yeah, absolutely. The guy succeeded with uh, mediocre talent. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. And you're like, well, who the fuck are you? Well, this is who the fuck I am. Uh, I'm Stu McAllister. I was the, uh, I was a comedian for a long time. I was a social worker for a longer time. And now I make mistakes. And I talk about those mistakes on this podcast. So you're caught up. That's, that's the story. That's the gist. That's what happens every goddamn day. Free podcast, Mondays and Thursdays. Although I would like to take this time right now to apologize to the Patreon subscribers. I do a Patreon episode all the other days of the week. So Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. I podcast every goddamn day, pretty much. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> it's going to be one, one of those kind of podcasts, everybody. <laughs> I would like to take this time to apologize to the Patreon subscribers. For whatever reason, uh, the entire time I was podcasting yesterday, Wednesday the 12th, I was thinking it was Tuesday the 12th. And clearly it was not Tuesday, it was Wednesday. And uh, I live, uh, my existence is pretty much Groundhog's Day. I uh, do the same shit every day. Every day blends into another day. It is very difficult for me to differentiate one day from the next at times. <laughs> and so yesterday, I thought it was Tuesday. 
and I kept saying it was Tuesday, even though it was not. It was Wednesday. And I had numerous people go, hey, uh, was I drunk? Or did you keep saying that yesterday was Tuesday? And I'm like, nope, I was drunk. You were fine. I'm a moron. Uh, that's how things work. So uh, so there we go. I, I apologize. Oh, man. So, but uh, I'd like to know what uh, what was going on in your day. How was your day, everybody? I, I, particularly if you're a new listener. If today, if today, today, uh, Thursday, July thirteenth. If today, if today is the uh, very first time you've ever listened to this podcast, uh, first off, thank you, and second off, I want you to reply to me, respond to me, uh, message me on the Facebook or Twitter page, the Elemental Podcast Twitter page, and just let me know how you're doing. I, I legitimately do want to know. I'm always curious. And I'm very curious about new people who come across this. But let me know how your day was. I do. Hopefully it was good. Hopefully it was fun. Doing whatever you do, uh, your work in, whatever. Chilling. Maybe you got a summer vacation off. Maybe you're not doing anything. I, I remember when I was in college, um, I often would look forward to going back to college because even though it was summer break, it was not summer for me. I worked a lot. I worked a lot, everybody, over the summer. I was just trying to make as much money as I could so that when I went back to college, I wouldn't necessarily need to have to worry about shit. So uh, it was kind of like summer vacation meant work. <laughs> Fuck. Vagadiva. Vagadiva. So, uh, so let me know how you're doing. Because it is uh, Thursday, July 13th, 2020. Trace. I had to work today. I had to go into work. For those who are new, I work for the West Michigan Whitecaps delivering Dippin' Knot ice cream flash frozen ice cream it's, it's it's fun i sell ice cream to people you would think it would be fun you would think it would be good and you would be wrong because <laughs> people are dicks people are dicks that's what they are they're fucking stupid that's what they be so it, it's just not it's very unfortunate Ah, uh, so I had to go. I had to go into work. They work the warehouse. I was in the warehouse like the first hour because I didn't necessarily need to leave right away because I knew nobody would fucking be there. Nobody would be there. So I'm just doing shit around the warehouse, and I'm talking with Todd. Todd. Todd's my boss. Todd. I'm talking with Todd. Right. I like Todd a whole lot. I'm talking with Todd. He's there. He's fixing some of the freezers. Whatever. I'm talking with Todd. We're just talking. And I said to him, I was like, hey, uh, Kylie, Kylie, one of my coworkers, Kylie. I, I told Todd, I said, yeah, she asked me a weird question the other day. She said, uh, Kylie, Kylie, she goes, uh, does Sam ever boss you around? And Sam is another one of my coworkers. Sam is also a girl. And I said, uh, I replied to Kylie. I said, no, no, she she doesn't. And even if she did, uh, she can lick my dick and suck my balls. I'm not going to fucking pay attention to her. <laughs> no one, none of my coworkers is going to boss me around. Because they're, first off, they're all dumb as shit. <laughs> and second off, I'm not going to listen to them. Why? Because I'm dumb as shit. I'm not going to listen to another dummy. So I thought it was really weird that she asked me if Sam was going to boss me around. Now, like, I'll ask people to do stuff. You know, I'll be like, hey, can you grab me this? Or whatever, like, I'm filling up the truck. And I'm like, hey, can you grab me something? And uh, I don't I don't consider that bossing anyone around. Like, it would be the same thing. I'd be like, hey, I'm doing this. Can you help me? Yeah, sure. Whatever, right? That's not bossing around. So I'm not really sure what the bossing around was. But I said it, I told Todd that because I'm like, ah, that's weird, right? And he's like, oh, uh, they're having a spat. And I was like, what? It's like, it's weird. It's weird when there's office drama, right? When you get that weird fucking shit going on, weird dynamics. I hate weird dynamics at work. 
my, my job is very small. There's the boss man, there's the salesman, and then there's uh, five of us drivers, and that's it. We're, we're, it's a small group of people. And I'm not sure if that's good or bad. But, uh, and I, I complain about my coworkers a whole lot. Example today, uh, the young fuck, when I got back from the warehouse, or got back to the warehouse, I'm filling up my van, uh, he, he gets back, I pull out my van, I let him pull in, because I gotta, I gotta be at work tomorrow morning at five in the morning, and I'm like, yeah, you just pull in, I'll park outside, not a big deal. So he's doing his shit, he's filling his van up, I'm doing some shit around the warehouse, my boss, boss wanted me to put a lock on a fucking freezer, so I'm doing that shit. The next thing I do, I turn around, and I see that he's leaving, he's in his car, and he's leaving, and I don't care that he's leaving. Again, I'm not his boss. But he didn't say that he was leaving. He didn't tell me that he was leaving. He just leaves. I, all my coworkers are like that. They just fucking leave. And I'm like, when there's no one else around, why? you just got to go, hey, man, I'm leaving. That's all you got to do. Just tell me you're leaving. When you leave and you don't tell me that you leave, I view that as a sign of disrespect. And I'm not going to get fucking disrespected. You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? I'm going to fucking shank his tires. <laughs> that seems like a reasonable response, right? <laughs> it's just another example of how my fucking coworkers are dumb as fuck. But apparently the two girls are spatting. And they were friends and now they're not friends. And I'm like, oh, this, this is all fucking weird. At the same time, I don't give a shit. It, all, everyone at work could like fucking quit tomorrow and I'd miss none of them. Do you guys have uh, like friends at your work? I hope you do. At most jobs, I've had friends at, at, at my work or, or people I at least enjoy seeing. Um, but now I'm just like, fuck, it's weird when I go into work and I'm like, ah, all these people can go fuck themselves. So... Just odd. The whole concept of like a, a work husband or a work wife, that shit seems weird to me too. I would never have considered anybody to have been like a work wife to me. There were plenty of women that I worked with and I enjoyed working with, but I would never have been like, oh yeah, this is my work wife. It just, to me, that's a sign of disrespect to the, to the actual, the real spouse. Am I wrong on that? That's, I don't think I'm wrong on that. But uh, so I get done with that and I, I get on my way. I got to go to a place. Uh, it's called Mount Brighton. It's in Brighton, Michigan. It's a little ski. I can't call it a ski resort. It's a ski hill with a fucking uh, restaurant, whatever, at the end of the slope, the bottom of the slope. And apparently they're having an event uh, next week. So they wanted the product now. So I go to take them the product. And I don't understand how a ski resort doesn't do things in the summer, right? Like in Michigan, admittedly, our winter's pretty long, but you're probably only skiing like maybe November through early March, you know, so maybe five months out of the year. What are you doing with the rest of the, the, rest of the year? You got to be doing some shit. It's just it's odd to me when when ski resorts aren't doing something. There's another one called Crystal Mountain where they do a lot of shit in the summer and they sell a lot of goddamn dipping knots. So I just don't I don't understand places. Now I'm not a businessman clearly, but I just see I see missed opportunities all the fucking time, all the goddamn time. So I go there, then I go to a ski, uh, ski, an ice rink there in town because uh, the young fuck, he keeps skipping the, these ice rinks that even though, again, it's summer, ice, they're still busy doing shit. People still like to play fucking hockey in Michigan. It's weird as fuck. So I go, I sell them some dots, and I notice they got a vending machine there. It was weird. I've never seen a vending machine like this. They were selling... Uh, Cards, sports cards. It was mostly hockey cards, but there was some football cards. There were some Pokemon cards. There was maybe some baseball cards. And it was just like a regular candy bar machine. 
the, except it was cards instead of stuff. And I, I thought it was really cool. Now, were any of the cards worth anything? Yeah, not really. You know, it was all fucking basic cards. But I think, it, you know, it, it's for kids. It's kids want, like, oh, I see the car. It was mostly, like, Detroit Red Wings because I live in the great state of Michigan. So they would, uh, you know, oh, it's fucking Steve Yeiserman or whoever. And he put a dollar in and get a fucking card. Now, I, I think that's a fucking pretty cool idea. Now, I don't know if, like, what happens when things get caught or stuck or whatever, but still a cool idea. It's a guy who's who's very much into uh, trading cards lately. I'm, I'm more football cards and even more specifically Buffalo Bills cards. Uh, I still, you know, I think it's cool. I like it. It's good, good for people to be invested in shit. Actually, uh, I'm, I'm an admin. I don't mean to brag. I am an admin for a group on Facebook called the West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. And what does it mean to be an admin? Not a fucking thing. <laughs> I'm supposed to have some sort of uh, charge or authority over it. And uh, I suppose I do. I can kick out people and delete posts and shit like that. But uh, I don't see a ton on it. Um, but it was funny, uh, listener Chad, buddy Chad, he's another admin, and apparently he had some guy complaining to him about the group, and this is what I thought was funny, the guy was complaining about the group because he said, yeah, I just joined, and now I'm getting all of these posts in my feed about the group, people in the group posting about wanting to sell cards, buy cards, or trade cards, or whatever, and he's complaining to Chad about it. And I really wish the guy had complained to me about it because I would have been like, oh, let, well, let me help you with that. And I would have booted his ass from the group. <laughs> you stupid fuck. And the reason is, I don't have control over your feed. You have control over your feed. You can join any group and you're going to start seeing posts from that group. Now, who's in charge of your feed? Me? No, you dumb fucking idiot. <laughs> Are you stupid? And the answer to that, it's a rhetorical question because I know he's stupid. Dummy. You fucking dummy. Ugh, I hate dummies. I hate, I hate some. So I did a couple more spots, get back to the warehouse. Like I said, do shit at the warehouse. Fucking put the lock on the freezer. The guy just leaves, doesn't say bye or nothing. And then uh, I run over to the ballpark. I steal some drinks, take them over to our warehouse. There you go. I get the fuck out. And I got, I'm going in early tomorrow. I got to do this fucking long route tomorrow. The boss said I don't have to do all of it. And I don't think I even could if I wanted to. I got to take my two dogs my two fucking dogs dog i gotta take them to the vet tomorrow now i got old lady sadie and i got good old wing dog and i gotta take them into the vet i gotta take poop samples in do you always feel weird about taking uh, a poop sample to the vet you, you just got it in like a bag or something you ever take a poop sample? Like, I'm not, I'm not a dad. I've never been a dad. Have you ever had to take a poop sample to the pediatrician? The pediatrician's like, yeah, uh, can you bring in a sack of shit? <laughs> I need to see a sack of shit so that way I can determine the health of your child. <laughs> I got to do that for the dogs. I got to take in a sack of shit. So they can see what the hell's going on with these two bad babies. I hope, hopefully everything is okay. Sadie Dog is just old. She's like 14, 15. She just kind of has a tendency to like stare into space. She doesn't hear so well. I don't think she sees so well, but you, you, fuck. Fuckity fuck. You just got to do what you can. You got to do what you can. And you keep them as comfortable as possible. And uh, she gets along super well with Ween. And she gets along with the cats. That's all you can ask for. So That's all you can ask for. So I got to get up early, bang out what I can. And there you go. There you go. 
I uh, I gotta say this. I talk about how I like sports a whole lot, and so on my Facebook feed, I see a lot of uh, posts uh, for for like other sports things, and for whatever reason. I'm getting a lot of posts about the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know why. I'm not a fan of the Vikings. I don't really like any of the players on the Vikings. But a lot of this Viking shit is coming up in my feed. And part of the problem is I'm responding to it. So I know when you respond to stuff, Facebook's like, oh, I guess he likes this shit. Even if, like, uh, let's say you, you hate Joe Biden and you're responding to stuff and you're like, fuck you, Joe Biden. Fuck you, Sleepy Joe. Whatever. Then all of a sudden you're gonna get more and more Biden shit in in your feed, and you're like, ah, fuck, no, I don't want this. So a lot of it is you just need to stop responding to shit. But a lot of the posts are about Kirk Cousins, and they're always like, what do you think of Kirk Cousins? And I'm like, he is mediocre. He is mediocre. <laughs> That's what he is. He's an average quarterback. Is he going to win you a Super Bowl? No. Are you going to be the worst team in the league with him? No. I, I'm completely aware. But he's the kind of quarterback that you don't want on your team. Because you're going to win just enough, but not enough. Right? You're going to win just enough to be like 9-8, and 10-7, and seven, whatever. Right? You're not going to win anything, though. And that, and that sucks. And that sucks. And I'm very honest about it. And you can't argue with me about it. But all these goddamn Minnesota Viking fans want to argue with me about it. And you know what I tell them? I tell them, lick my dick, suck my balls. And they try to give me these dumb statistics. They're like, oh, he's got the most uh, fourth quarter comebacks and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, well, he's also got the worst fucking um, record for teams that play in primetime, 4 p.m. and later. The dude can only fucking win at 1 o'clock games. And you know who's winning 1 o'clock games? Losers. You need to win the primetime games. And you know who doesn't? Kirk Cousins. He's Kirk, I fucked my cousins. That's his name. And I know more about Kirk Cousins than most people. Why? Because he fucking was, went, lived in Holland, Michigan. He went to Michigan State. My A good portion of my life has been fucking surrounded by this asshole, and I don't even fucking like him. He's a religious lunatic. He's an anti-vaxxer. He can lick my dick and suck my balls. And then he'd go to hell because that would mean he was gay, and he is not a fan of the gays. <laughs> I, I don't know if he legitimately is or isn't, but I found that most religious people to be relatively intolerant of a homosexual lifestyle. Am I speaking out of turn? Absolutely. But if you're new to this podcast, you're going to quickly realize that I speak out of turn almost all the goddamn time. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking evil. Um. All right. I had, it's funny, I had a guy on Facebook who I've never met. His last name is McAllister. But it is not spelled the same as, as my name. But he asked me something. He was like, hey, what do you think about uh, slap fighting? And well, everybody, I don't really think about slap fighting very much. I think slap fighting is kind of dumb. But I don't really know a ton about it other than it looks stupid to me. Now, when I was in college, I was a junior in college, I participated in a slap boxing fight. Not slap fighting, slap boxing. I uh, I got into like a uh, a pissing contest with a guy who lived in the same suite as me. So we handled it with a slap boxing fight, <laughs> and we turned it into a spectacle. Everybody, uh, I lived in, in a dormitory where we had suites like we had a hallway with the rooms the bedrooms that we all lived in there were like four four bedrooms like two people per bedroom and then we had like a suite area a common area so we turned the common area into like the boxing ring and we used uh fuck what is what is not not construction paper but you know fucking like 
the the banner type stuff to to use as like rings and we we taped it up and we actually had a wrath and i think we did three one minute rounds <laughs> and uh we, we, we slap fought, which is, means that we like, instead of punching each other, we slapped each other like in the face. Like, no, we, we tried to prevent the other person from, from hitting you in the face, but that's what we did. Now I lost, which sucked because I felt like I won. I'm going to be that bitch. I felt like I won. I felt like I hit him more than he hit me. But I will admit that when he hit me, he probably hit me better than I hit him. But if I hit him like 100 times, he hit me like 20 times. So I, I've, I got a better hit ratio. But whatever, they gave him the belt. We actually had a belt. We turned an old like weightlifting belt into like a, a championship belt. So there were supposed to be more slap fights, but none never came. I think a lot of it was it was not sanctioned by the dormitory. <laughs> I don't think our RA particularly cared that we did it. Uh, we also didn't give a fuck about her either. <laughs> so uh, whatever. So that that's my uh, my dealing with slap boxing. But the slap fight shit is weird. It's a little different because what it is, it's just these dudes who are like uh, they they're they're standing at like a podium and there's a guy facing them and he's, he takes his hand out and he kind of like waves it a couple times and then he actually slaps you in the face it's the power slap and I, it's like the new big combat sport I don't know why they call it a combat sport but it's very very weird to me uh, according to this article I'm reading on BuzzFeed, it says slap fighting or slap boxing is thought to originate in Russia in the Sharachev Power Expo and annual slap championships, but it made its way to the mainstream sports in the U.S. by 2022. Huh. Um, Logan Paul hosts slap fighting events and winners can make around $45,000 if they win. These guys are changing their family's lives. Well, now, I don't really think $45,000 is changing your family's lives. If it is, your family's poor as fuck. Some of these guys probably don't make $45,000 a year. Now, that might be true, but I still don't think $45,000 is changing anyone's fucking life. Now, uh, apparently... People do get knocked out, which I'm finding that really weird. Now, I think maybe it's because you're slapping guys on the ear, kind of the ear and the cheek, the jaw. And so there are head injuries that occur because nobody wears any protective equipment like they do in like hockey or football or anything of that nature. Slap fighters don't have any protective equipment and are in fact competing with specific rules against protecting themselves. Slap fighters can't flinch, raise their shoulders, or duck their chins. Fuck, why not? Why the fuck not? I think I should. Dr. Munro Cullum, a neuropsychologist at UT Southwestern's O'Donnell Brain Institute, told BuzzFeed News that there are various factors that determine whether a blow to the head could be fatal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because it does say here, dying from a slap can occur if that person develops bleeding and or swelling in the brain. Oh, my God. Uh, this includes repeated significant brain injuries over a short time span that produce brain swelling before the brain has time to recover from a previous injury. Yeah, I don't really want to fucking uh, get slapped in the head and die from it. Oh, my God. How did Stu die? Well, he got slapped like a bitch. And he died because he's a bitch. I'm like, oh, fuck. I died because I'm a bitch? So what is my view take on it? Uh, it's dumb. I'm not a fan of it. I don't find it interesting. It's usually like these big fat behemoth dudes. They all got dumb fucking beards. Uh, I'm not a fan. Like if I'm going to watch any kind of like 
fighting sport. It'll be MMA. I'm not a boxer. I'm not into like Olympic wrestling. Uh, give me MMA fighting, I guess. And even that, I'm, I used to like it a lot more a couple of years ago. Now I'm like, yeah, fuck, whatever. Fucking whatever. So, yeah. So there we go. There we go. Uh, there you go. I think it was John McAllister. John, if you're listening, he said talk about it on the podcast. So, John, I'm talking about it on the podcast. I don't think there's enough money out there that it can be fucking paid me. If the winner's only getting $45,000, like, what are what are other people getting? Are there other people getting anything? Hey, man, thanks for participating. Here's 100 bucks. You got slapped in the face like 10 times. 100 bucks. 10 bucks a slap, you slappy bitch. Pass. I'm going to pass. I'll quit. I'll quit this bitch. I'm going to quit it. Now, apparently, speaking of quitting, this is how I segue. Uh, there is a McDonald's that had a sign-up, and I'm trying to figure out where it was. Uh, I don't know if it was Chicago or where. But they had a sign-up in their restaurant, and it just made me go, what? You No, you can't have this. Because the sign said it was a no-quit restaurant. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean, no-quit so does that mean you guys just work super duper hard and you overcome things? Is that what you mean by no quit? We don't quit here. We do what we need to do. It, no, that's that's not. That is not what they meant. What they mean, the sign says, we value you, your growth, and your contributions. This is a no quit restaurant. Because we feel that many situations can be resolved. It is the policy of the restaurant that an employee cannot quit until he or she uh, talks to the restaurant manager or the area supervisor. And uh, I'm like, uh, I don't think you know how this works. This is America and uh, we can quit anytime we fucking want, you dumb bitch. Because part of the problem too is here in America, or at least in the great state of Michigan, uh, places are at will, meaning they can fire me at any point. I can get fired from any place I've ever worked with no fucking cause for no fucking reason. The guy can be, I don't like your shirt today. You're fired. You're like, what? Fuck you. This is a no fire place. This is a no fire restaurant. You cannot fire me until you talk to my mom. And then after you talk to my mom and she says it's okay to fire me, then you can fire me. Other, other, otherwise, I am working at your fucking shitty restaurant forever. <laughs> strange, strange. And it seems weird. Like I get in this day and age that it is very difficult to hire good employees, to keep good employees, I don't understand how this happened. Like, I know everything happened as a result of the pandemic, right? The pandemic crushed a lot of things. It changed a lot of things, right? A lot of businesses went under. A lot of businesses had to pivot. A lot of employees have started working from home because, hey, guess what, everybody? If you're just fucking on your computer and on your phone, why the fuck do you need to come into work? I don't understand it. If this is shit that you can do from home, do it. You you less wear and tear on your car, less wear and tear on your body. Right? You don't have to get up an extra hour, 90 minutes earlier because you can fucking just roll out of the rack and fucking walk into the kitchen and start work. Why not? Why not? Very strange. At-will employment has a flip side. While it stipulates that employers can fire for illegal reasons, it places no such requirements on employees who are free to quit at any time for any reason without offering any explanation. In short, employees don't owe employers a thing. And, and, and we don't. And we don't. It's the same thing for uh, employers. They're like, well, you're fired. Now, the consequence is like, you don't get uh, 
a recommendation or anything of that nature. Trust me, everybody. There are a lot of places over the last couple of years that I have said sayonara to. Now, I've always tried to give my two weeks if it made sense. There are a couple others where I was still in training where I'm like, man, this does not make any sense for me to continue this training. I'm going to get to the end of the training knowing that I fully am not going to like this job. Let's just pull the ripcord, right? Someone on Reddit, because that's where a lot of the shit was posted, they were like, what are they going to do? They're going to restrain you from leaving? And I'm like, yeah, what are they going to do? They can't stop me from going, lick my dick, suck my balls, bitch. Right? So dumb. So dumb. And if, if you're a place like that, it's telling me this is probably not a good place to be. They're not working on stuff proactively. They're reacting. They're reacting to someone quitting. Instead of like, oh, we need to do our best to keep people from quitting. Like a, a decent wage. Not making you work 80 hours a week. Shit like that. I was talking with a guy today, an older gentleman. And by older, I mean probably my age. <laughs> yeah, he's probably like a decade older. But he was talking with me and he was talking about how he was working in the 90s. And he didn't tell me exactly what he did for a living, but he was telling me back in the day he was making $25 an hour and then he was getting overtime pay if he worked anything over eight hours. And then he was telling me all this stuff and he was like, yeah, you know, this was in the day where, you know, like I didn't have a credit card. Nobody had a credit card. He's like, yeah, I used to have $100,000 underneath my bed. And I'm like, fucking Christ. Fucking Christ. Now I live in the great state of Michigan, so I am going to make an assumption that he worked for an automotive company at, at some point in his life, right? That, and that's probably what he was doing. And that's probably how he was making a good living. And I hate to say it, it's those jobs back then are what have created the world in which we live in today. Why there are many, many, many people out there, yours truly included, who are not making $25 an hour right now. I'm not making $25 an hour right now. Are you making $25 an hour? Hopefully you are. I know I'm not. It sucks balls. I wish it was. I wish I was. I wish I was, but I'm not. So it's, it's, it's disheartening for me to hear that a guy like 30 fucking years ago was making more money than I am now. You know what it wants me to do? It wants me to do this, everybody. Oh, my God. Oh, I was going to fucking do something, and a goddamn commercial came up. This is what I want to do. what I want to do. That's why I don't own a gun. This sound effect, everybody. That's clearly a machine gun, right? Someone told me that sounds like a typewriter. <laughs> that is not a typewriter. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. I'm shooting up my workplace. I'll get to the door. I'll be like, hello? Hello? Yeah. Hey, I'm a disgruntled employee. And then they'll be like, and then I'll be like. Hi, Sadie. Sadie, you give me the evil eye. Uh, so yesterday I was talking about how I purchased a 12 pack of Ham's beer for, uh, uh, six bucks, <laughs> six dollars, everybody run to your local Meyer grocery store and get yourself a 12 pack of Ham's. It's in a nice new can. Well, I guess apparently it's an old can that they're uh, brought back. It's a nice blue color. I like it. I like the can more than I like the beer. The beer is awful. <laughs> but uh, you get what you pay for. And, and you don't get a whole lot. So, all right. Uh, one more thing. What do I want to talk about? Uh, let's see. Threads. Are you guys on Threads at all? That new social media platform 
that Facebook or Meta has created to kind of fucking deal with uh, Twitter. I know a lot of people are mad at Twitter. They don't like Elon Musk, whatever. Apparently, 109 million users have started using threads in like the last week or something of that nature. Uh, but I don't know one single person who's on it. Like, no one has told me, like, hey, you need to join threads. And I'm like, I just don't want to join another stupid social media place. Uh, a lady here in the great state of Michigan, she owns a hair salon in Traverse City. She doesn't want to deal with transgender customers. She's a dummy. Uh, to the, incre uh, the, the increase in the price of tomatoes has gone up 4,000%. So it's creating problems for Indian food. I love Indian food is probably my favorite kind of, uh, ethnic food. I like, I do, I will say out loud. I like it more than Italian. I like it more than Mexican. I like it more than Chinese Indian. It's not nearly as prevalent as those others but indian is the best but unfortunately it's going up a uh, guy fell from the ambassador bridge in detroit 150 feet he fell into the detroit river and he was saved there was a, a mail boat i don't know what that means there was a boat with mail that was there and they picked up the guy and they saved his life how weird is that i can't imagine falling 150 feet you're, you're dead right you're dead but he got saved but i want to talk about this um because this is again just rich people being dumb as fuck and um i've said this before a lot of people talk how there's going to be like a race war in america i don't necessarily believe in that i think there will be a rate uh 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 fucking um why am i blanking not a class war i guess it's a class war it's gonna be a war of rich versus poor poor people are eventually gonna rise up and be like you fucks <laughs> you dicks and uh hopefully uh disney ceo bob Iger is one of the first people to get murdered <laughs> because he's a piece of shit he's a piece of shit when you look at it, I hope he dies a horrible death. Do, do, do. Disney CEO Bob Iger said striking writers and actors who are fighting for equitable wages and working conditions while entertainment CEOs have profited immensely from the rise of streaming. Complained Thursday, the imminent simultaneous strikes would be very disruptive and very disturbing. To who? To you, you rich fuck. He makes $27 million a year. What fucking idiot deserves $27 million a year? I am a person who doesn't make $25 an hour. I cannot relate to a fucking scumbag motherfucker who makes $27 mil a year. I don't know how fucking, what that works out to. What does that work out to? He's making approximately half a million dollars a week. Can you figure it out. Fuck. It's very disturbing to me. We've talked about disruptive forces on this business and all the challenges we're facing. The recovery from COVID, which is ongoing. It's not completely back. This is the worst time in the world to add to that disruption. Uh, eat shit. Eat shit. He claimed writers and actors are making not realistic demands. Again, a guy who's making $27 million is talking about realistic demands. There's a level of expectation that they have that is just not realistic. And they are adding to the set of the challenges that this business is already facing that is, quite frankly, very disruptive. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. On Thursday, more than 100,000 actors represented by the Screen Actors Guild are expected to go on strike as well, uh, joining the Writers Guild, marking the first time in six decades that both unions are simultaneously striking. Now, is it going to be a problem? Sure. Is it going to suck for us uh, viewers of television? Yeah, television movies. It's going to go away for a while. But again, you know, 
I feel like people need to get paid a certain amount of fair wages. Historically, writers and actors on TV are paid what is known as residuals every time an episode they wrote or appeared in airs. One key issue in both strikes is how residuals have dwindled in the streaming era. Because, yeah, we got all these, you know, Netflix, Hulu, Tubi, Voodoo, all this shit. Streaming services often tout supposedly huge viewership numbers while providing limited transparency or metrics. Many writers and actors have said they are barely compensated when told their streaming shows have performed well with viewers. Like, yeah, like, they often, like, if you go to Netflix, Netflix will go, this is the number one show on America. But they're not going to tell you how many people have been watching it. They don't want you to fucking know. dumb people apparently have been posting on twitter like their residual pay one person got 13 cents <laughs> 13 cents another got eight dollars and 57 cents uh someone didn't even get they got eight residual checks in two weeks that did not even total three dollars it's fucking insane and this guy bob Iger, tell me what bob Iger does other than he's the CEO of Disney. But what does he do? What does he create? He's a shit fuck. He's a shit fuck like most shit fucks who have anything to do with television, radio, anything of that nature. These are, I, I, I don't even think he's like a goddamn fucking accountant, but he's more of that ilk than he is of like the entertainer. He's not fucking creating anything. and he, But he's the fucking asshole who's fucking major decisions about shit. And this guy who's making 27 million a year can lick my dick and suck my balls. He doesn't deserve it. And you can't tell me that he does. And if you do tell me that he deserves 27 million, you're a goddamn simp. Simp! That's what you are. Uh, and I'm a simp because I'm going to end the podcast on that note. Colin... Bob Hocker, fucking a worthless bitch, and if you defend him, you're a simp. <laughs> if you guys can do me a solid, do a couple things. Go like the Facebook page, go like the Twitter page. If you do those things, you can hear the clip of the day. Good old listener Jason, uh, he listens to this podcast, and then he sends me what he thinks is a clip of the day. Do I know what it's going to be? No, I don't. He is an independent party with uh, no rules, no regulations, no constraints, no one's telling him what to do. He does it on his own. And then I just post them. And there you go. So go like the Facebook page. Go like the Twitter page, Elemental Podcast. If you can rate, review, subscribe on the freebie, that would be sweet. Please do that if you can. Um, if you could check out my T Public store, check out my Macari store, that would be awesome too. I uh, got a lot of shit for sale. If you can't find the links to either of those, let me know and I will send you the links. Okay, thank you for doing that. Um, and then if you can consider subscribing to the Patreon, why should you? I, I can't tell you why you should. I'll tell you what you get. You just get more, more podcasts. You get um, five more podcasts a week. Two freebies, five Patreons. So that you figure that's a good 20 extra podcasts a month. So five bucks, 20 podcasts extra. Is it worth it? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it isn't. But it's not $27 million worth of shit. Fuck that guy. If I ever make $20 million, $27 million a year, feel free to fucking say fuck you and spit in my face. I'd be cool with it because I'd be going, hey, I get $27 million a year. Uh, so please consider go to p-a-t-r-e-o-n patreon.com search elemental podcast you'll find it five bucks that's it and then do these six things for me if you can go to uh instagram check out bear boards and tables that's my buddy mark mark makes a lot of cool things out of wood wood and uh he has them for sale he sells them on macari kind of like i sell shit on macari he sells shit on macari so go to uh, Instagram, bear boards and tables, bear like a grizzly, see the shit that he's got for sale, go buy something from him. And then again, if you don't see anything you like, message him and go, hey, I would like this. And odds are pretty good. He can probably make something for you. I'm telling you, the dude's got talent. Check him out, bear boards and tables. And you can stick on Instagram and check out Matt Harper Art. He is on Instagram and TikTok. Matt loves to send me TikToks. Most of the time, I'm like, oh, God, Matt, why are you sending me this? 
he sent me something earlier today. It was uh, it was a very it was a funny video. It was two two thumbs up my butt video. It was good stuff. But he's on Instagram, TikTok, Matt Harper Art. He's got a store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. He sells his art. So go buy something from him if you could. Uh, please do all of that. Support Mark. Support Matt. That would be awesome. Then go over to Facebook. Check out West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. I already talked about it. Uh, it's a group where you can sell trading cards, buy trading cards, show off trading cards, whatever. Um, we're, we're pretty lax about stuff. You, you need to ask to join and we'll probably let you in. We're trying to weed out scammers, weed out uh, fake accounts. We're trying to do our best. You know, we're a small, small group. I think we're over 400 people now, so that's pretty sweet. But again, West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. Go do that if you want. Um, do, 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 do. Check out the Sunday Slaw. That's uh, Adam and Seventy House. They eat a lot of coleslaw. They talk about coleslaw. They live coleslaw. Uh, so go watch their videos, their Facebook Live videos. When they eat coleslaw, they tell you if it's good or bad. And there you go. The Sunday Slaw. And then Adam is a part of a charitable organization, Alex's Arcade. It is a charitable organization that helps out children and their families dealing with pediatric cancer. That's awful. That's just fucking awful. They're doing a golf outing on Saturday, September 9th. And all the proceeds from the golf outing go to help Alex's Arcade. It's in Bella Woods Golf Course in Macomb, Michigan. $125. $125. And uh, you get a, a dinner and 18 holes of golf. And there's a silent auction. All that good shit. So if you go to alexisarcade.org, Adam put a link up there, alexisarcade.org, you will see the information for it. Uh, now, I, I have come across a partner. So I have a partner, but we have, we need a foursome. So if you and somebody you know want to golf and you want to golf with me, let me know and we will we'll get it done. We'll be tame elemental podcast or whatever. So get at me and we, we can go golfing in September. All right, it'll be fun. I suck. You probably suck. We'll just have fun. So do that. Uh, check out Magic JBM. That's uh, John Midgley. He's got a page there for his magic stuff. So if you like magic, and you should, go check out Magic JBM. And then uh, last but not least, check out Extra Levels Gaming and their website, extralevelsgaming.com. It is a small independently owned video game store in Holt, Michigan, and I'm sure you don't live near Holt, so check out their website, Extra Levels Gaming, and you can buy old video games, new video games, used video games. Go check them out, extralevelsgaming.com. So do all those things for me. Uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon, like the Facebook, like the Twitter, please review, subscribe. That's it. I'm done, everybody. Um, tomorrow probably got a guest on for the Patreon and uh, that's it everybody I love you thanks for listening I will talk to you guys tomorrow for the Patreon or Monday for the freebie see you guys love you thanks for listening goodbye okay,